0: This episode of the award-winning Here For it podcast is brought to you by The Ghetto. Woo, child, The Ghetto. The you ghetto. talking
1: about um, the Queen Supreme Court, or are you talking about the BET Awards? It's the Ghetto
0: the Awards, a.k.a. Oh. the EBT Awards, BKA
1: the BET <laughs> BT Awards. BKA, Misty C twerking
0: on the Queen Supreme Court. Ugh. This was like the most unwatchable BET Awards ever. And it's not just because Beyonce wasn't there. It was just because it was horrible from start to finish. Except Yolanda Adams. Outside of Yolanda Adams, they could have just kept the whole shit.
1: And my thing is, why is um, Messi C even on the Queen Supreme Court? Because uh, I thought he went back to being heterosexual. He had went back to his baby mama, but then he left her and then moved to Atlanta I, um, I don't know I'm just the, ghetto. <laughs> the, the ghetto the ghetto the whole
0: my whole life this week <laughs> Ooh, the ghetto um where the fuck was tony and tamia for the Ania, anita baker tribute tamia wow. and tony's careers were made by anita baker no shade love them both can't live my life without either one of them but they could not have had a music career without anita baker and for them to be noticeably absent from the anita baker tribute it's a shame that's my, why i was
1: the ghetto <laughs> my name is ronald matters follow me on the internet at ronald matters and of course ronaldmatters.com
0: i am the superman t-h-e-e-s-u-p-a-m-a-n um and you can find me on black people meet i am aka the booty beast bka the black chandler
1: what's the black chandler what the black chandler what that is is that friends or is that fraser yeah. Ch- or is Ch- the chandler Dunfield?
0: was from- chandler was from friends
1: oh okay oh the white um, version of insecure cool
0: yeah so that makes i'm chandler
1: <laughs> you tell me june 27th is national hiv testing day do you have good it- things to say about that
0: it is, and I will definitely cover that in Sexual Health. Oh. Our icebreaker this week is in honor of Cardi B who has announced that she got married to Off-Key in a bedroom. Um, and also today is the three-year anniversary of the Supreme Court's decision to let boys marry boys. So, men marry men, is...
1: because boys don't have nothing in their name a Facebook.
0: <laughs> wow. Them the boys you'd be talking to. Um... <laughs> Where would your dream wedding be? Well,
1: I've always said that um, I want to do a backyard barbecue. I It was so real for me, um, July 3rd weekend. I forget what year it was, but Maxwell, fortunate to have you, girl. I'm so glad hmm. you're in my world. What year did that come out? So it was 4th of July weekend, and my uncle had said, well, he was my second cousin, but he was old enough to be an uncle. My uncle. Wow. I so he was like, This is very important. I need everybody to come to my house in Mississippi, um, for Fourth of July. <laughs> like the what? So we was already turned off because, was like, Curtis a two hour drive. But he done said it's really, really important and so you like he's never really been one to Well, no, the thing is he was the uncle they always helped people. Like, if you said you needed $300 for your rent, he would help you. Or if you needed somebody to babysit the kids, he would talk his wife into babysitting the kids. So come, and come to Memphis to pick them up. That's the gag. Oh, um, wow. And so, like, when he said something was important, this was the uncle. Okay, so he said it's important. We have to do it. So, we all get down there. And then he announced that they got married the day before. And this um, barbecue reception for the 4th of July was their... Wedding for everybody who attended, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like one of my like favorite uncles is like, well, second cousin, but old enough to be an uncle. He's married. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy for him because they had been together. They had like five or six children. They had just oh, this not a boy then. Oh, they had just bought a house the year before down in Mississippi. Um, so it was like really great, and of course it was Fourth of July. The fireworks. It was just, and I was like, "Wow, I want my wedding to be like this." So I've always envisioned my wedding being like a barbecue. No shade. I would just want to put good money on the ribs. Um, do a poll of who should make the coleslaw because you know people make coleslaw different. Um, so then I just want to spend good money on the meat, spend good money on alcohol, and spend good money on good money on
0: fireworks. And
1: that's how the way I envisioned my wedding ever since. Out down home country. I like that. I know.
0: Work out. Well, as long as I can wear my Daisy Dukes, I'm coming. Um, It's going to be 4th of July, so please do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, My dream wedding, I'm pretty sure I would love to have a wedding in uh, Vieques, Puerto (gasps) Rico. Vieques, Puerto Rico is an island um, that belongs to Puerto Rico, so it's still technically U.S. territory because I know if I invite my family, they got passports. (laughs) (laughs) They got their passports. So I want to do something that's fun and exotic, but... Um, Where they can actually come So uh, it would be Vieques, Puerto Rico It's an island off the coast of Puerto Rico That is amazing You bitches can't even spell Vieques
1: I looked at this (laughs) word, bitch
0: (laughs) They they probably can't But as long as they can get the plane ticket to come That's that's all that matters Um, But Vieques is like this gorgeous, beautiful Small island off the coast of Puerto Rico um, you take a ferry out there. It's like a twenty to thirty minute ferry to get over there. Uh, but it has waterfalls. It's got horseback riding. It's, so it's got uh, villas. It's got rainforest. It's gorgeous. It's, it's so many beautiful.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: And I would love to, you know, expose definitely family members that have never seen anything like that, and then have a great wedding, you know, moment like that in a place like that. So if I had a dream wedding, it would be in Vieques, Puerto Rico.
1: Just for our listeners, because y'all really can't spell this. It's V-I-E-Q-U-E-S. It's so pretty. Google images.
0: Yeah, but the Spanish pronunciation is Vieques because B instead of V. So, locally, they call it Vieques. Americans are probably going to call it Vieques. Yeah, it's gorgeous.
1: Wow, that was
0: good. Shout out to you. Absolutely. (laughs) So, on to the mess. Of this week. Um, The first story I wanted to um, talk about was uh, the funniest to me. Because um, everybody on the right thought that it was so egregious and so offensive. And how could this happen in our United States of America? Sarah Sanders got um, kicked out of a restaurant (laughs) in Northern Virginia. And it was fucking poetic justice. Um. I am on the side that we should definitely be protesting these people that are doing such harm to our country, destroying the Constitution, destroying uh, the values that our country has supposedly been held up by for hundreds of years. And now everything is changing and everything is becoming more white nationalist and people are allowed to lie to the public space and Anytime you are allowed to lie to the levels of Sarah Sanders, yes, you should be able to be kicked out of restaurants. Um, The last time that I checked, Sarah Sanders is not in a protected class. And that's what they tell my gay ass every time I talk about discrimination. Hello. So when they tell my gay ass that I'm not protected class because I'm gay, then surely we can tell Sarah Sanders that she's not in a protected class because she's white, white, conservative, Republican liar.
1: Um, there was a quote and I because this is so off the cuff I don't have the source and I hate that. But um there was a quote from like a congresswoman or something that said Sarah Huckabee Sanders is a part of um, you know, tearing away families and they can't have mothers can't have dinner with their um children. So why does Sarah Huckabee Sanders think that she can sit down and have dinner with her friends and family? Girl, move! It's two thousand plus parents who don't have their kids right now to have dinner. Like kids with autism, kids who need to be breastfed. Some lady came um, out and said that she was reunited with her son after like nine months, and girl, chat, he had a haircut. It looked like they barely bathed him. And was the clothes uh, the currencies of American Eagle because that's the way the Trump administration pretends, like, oh, bitch, we putting them in Hollis, the girl. At least uh, apostle currencies and minima. I mean, but like, y- no, y'all aren't doing that. Quit lying. So for Sarah Huckabee Sanders, like, oh, I haven't held a press briefing in four days, which is my job. And I, on the weekend, I think I'm just going to go sit out in, in a restaurant and um have dinner with my friends and family after tearing um families apart no bitch get up there on that fucking podium and tell us what the fuck is going on this has been four fucking days since you've been at work you don't get to sit down and have dinner in peace and then there's this whole well like, you know if they start discrimination like this then they just but they are they already people. have they,
0: they already have and that's my point is it's not like oh well this is a slippery slope the slippery slope is people are being deported from this country while their kids are still left in this country in places that they don't know where their kids are so ain't no slippery slope started they started the slippery slope I'm just saying instead of the when they go low we go high argument when they go low we go lower is the only way we're gonna win because we okay. tried that shit 2016 we t- tried <laughs> right you don't win no goddamn tour contest by you know, pulling, your, uh, pulling your skirt up you pull your skirt <laughs> down and you get fucking down on the ground. Big you your knees, girl. Big your knees. Do a split. <laughs> you don't. That's not how you win. Big your um, knees. When they go racist, when they go xenophobic, when they go homophobic, when they go transphobic, we should go petty. And that's the fucking bottom line for 2018 and for 2020. You can't let them go and Do all of this fucked up shit to the country to to regular Americans and people that want to come to Ameri- America to be Americans, and then just be like,
1: oh, well, no, they should get a pass because. I'm, I'm, I'm putting my knee pads on toe. and we're going low. How about
0: that? We're going to buck. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. So. I was absolutely here for it, seeing her ass get kicked out of a fucking restaurant. I was absolutely here for Christian Nielsen getting booed out of a restaurant. I'm absolutely still here for she Stephen Miller's ass.
1: The, what is she? The housing secretary? What
0: is she? The- DHS, the Homeland Security. Um, why the fuck would you take your ass anywhere near a Mexican restaurant? Bye. Bless, your Bless your heart. And going go in the hood after just. Throwing shade at the hood, bitch. No, the hood is here. The ghetto, <laughs> the ghetto, the ghetto's not here for you. And, and so, lastly, um, until we start talking about firing these boogaloo face ass bitches, I'm not concerned about no restaurants that they get put out of. I hope they get put out of uh, Kohl's too, because we know that's where they fuck they shop at. Mm-hmm. Um, they got the
1: Jennifer Lopez collection at Kohl's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that means that means they won't fit in it. Oh, so, there's Uh-oh. that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, like Beyonce forgetting Jay-Z was even on the stage at one of her recent concerts She's like, thanks, Uh, have
1: a good night And then she looked to the left, she's like, oh
0: shit (laughs) That nigga here Uh, like Beyonce forgetting that Uh, it appears that Lee Daniels forgot to give Dame Dash his two million dollars back from Precious (laughs) And, um, Dame Dash had some words for him in public I was, frankly, Shocked and surprised that he did not catch the fade right there in that conversation. Yeah. Um,
1: was he mic uh, I mean, like, who transcribed this? I was so confused. people were reading
0: lips. There it was <laughs> it's some crafty girls out there. The the girls were reading lips and transcribing the words from red lips. Mm-mm. Um. Apparently, one of his people was also the one that was filming the video because Dames? they knew. Yeah, yeah. One of Dame's people oh, because okay. Dame's been trying to get in contact with him. For years, apparently. Two, $2
1: million dollars,
0: bitch. Two, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have. To, I wouldn't have had to catch you out in the public. I would have showed up at your house about two million dollars. Okay. I so. two thousand twelve. Pressure's been <laughs> how long
1: Pressure's been out. I, I just <laughs> thought about it. How fucking low pressure's been
0: out. Pressure's been out long enough to be in the dollar bin right now. So I I don't understand why it's taking him this long to come and find his two million dollars. Um, but at the end of the conversation, Lee Daniels was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get you your money. I'm gonna get you your money, just please."
1: 2009. Wow, wow. it's been almost, almost ten a years. Decade. Yeah. So they definitely started putting it together in like 2008, 2000s, 2000, maybe like 2007, because he said Lee. I remember Lee Daniels struggling to get the Oprah endorsement for the distribution deal. So he definitely started working on this in like 2007, 2008-ish. It came out in 2009.
0: But it, it does explain why Monique was um, paid $50,000 and was mm-hmm. not paid to promote it. I don't agree with her tactics still, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it does explain the budgeting of the movie and the budgeting of how they pay actors and actresses.
1: He said, Dame said, don't make me sue you and take this public. I was like, wow. I don't know like, why, I, take what. Take my num-. and Lee was like, take my number down. I'm gonna call you. Just take your phone out and take my number down. We can talk later. No, bitch. <laughs> you can sign me a check right I'm now. I'm trying you to go to VAK. V- who you VAK? V- 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 for v- the wedding v- <laughs> I need my damn payment for the um, bridesmaids right. dresses. What's
0: up? I don't know. I don't know, but whatever it is, uh Dave Dash probably got that two million dollars at this point by now because the way he rolled up on him and the way that Lee Daniels looked shook scared, terrified.
1: And his little scarf. All right. A little
0: Plus our, our heart. Um next, um RuPaul's Drag Race is wrapping up. Your favorite um, show? No. Pose yeah. is my favorite show. I uh told Twitter that very recently. Poses extremely, extremely better than and greater than uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, especially at this point. But um, I want to address the reunion because there was a moment. There was actually a couple moments that l- the internet took um, and ran with. Um, the biggest one being the Vixens' exit from the reunion. So, I, I absolutely understand why she did it and i agree with her especially watching her explanation videos and a couple of other girls explanation videos after the event happened it did confirm you know what i was saying probably a week ago two weeks ago that that somebody did say vixen won you know like the fan vote but it was taken away from her and given to uh monet exchange allegedly we'll find out thursday um, but it, it definitely looks like that that is something that's coming into fruition. I think that the Vixen was absolutely right in just leaving because there was nothing that she could say, nothing that she could argue with RuPaul herself, himself, um, and would come out, you know, on top. And uh, <laughs> no pun intended, um, would come out on top or come out winning an argument because. Mm-hmm. She was made to look this certain way, even though she had so many highlighted moments. Um, and I juxtaposed this with um, Kim Zosiek on Real Housewives of Atlanta, where something similar somewhat took place, where Kim Zosiek was running away and, you know, just exited, you know, the reunion. And mm-hmm. was saying it was all because of the editing and this and that. And the results that we saw was Kim Zosiak really had nothing but negative shit to do on Real Housewives of Atlanta whereas the Vixen did have real conversations, real moments that weren't highlighted by RuPaul uh, the Vixen talked about it in this video that she put on YouTube shortly after the reunion where she never talked about you know, her greatest moments and what she looked like or her real world conversation that she had with Aquaria that was really important and important to have But she went immediately into, so, this argument with Eureka and her being the villain and all of this. And then she just saw where she just couldn't win and said, okay, well, I was here for my fans. Thank you, guys. Thank you for my, you know, everything that the fans have done for me. Y'all have a good night. And then exited peacefully. And so I thought she was right in that moment.
1: Just the part where you want me to give my colorful commentary. Sure. Okay. So my favorite problematic, yes. Quite. Quite. Um uh, there was not a moment allowed for Vixen to highlight some of the successes where um she brought up racial bias and the way that it would look into the cameras. Not looking to the cameras, amen. Um, uh, with Aquaria and some of the other things where uh I feel like she harped on it a little bit too long, but that eureka is a big baby child no pun intended not in the the best light um and she rue went straight to the drama mm-hmm. um but they were and also- she didn't do that
0: and she didn't do that for anybody else because um as she noted in the video that she posted on youtube like when she started off with Miss Vanji and when she went to um mm-hmm. Yua Yamasaki, it was, Oh, well how has drag changed your life? How much money have you made? How much how is your coming out story? They all had those type of questions and then when she started with the Vixen, it was straight into, Oh well girl, you the villain, huh? How how's the fighting been? What? <laughs> I don't even get a softball question.
1: And so, I understand um, that there was, like, two soft throws for strike one and strike two, and then she went to Vixen and was trying to, you know, strike out, hit a home run, or wherever the direction Rue had aimed. But also, um, it's not about what you're called, it's about what you answer to. So, yes, she did answer Rue, but she could have taken the conversation another way. She could have led her answer with those um, positive things, the same way Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Kellyanne Conway and Scaramucci got up here at the press briefing room and lied about things and, what do we call it, divert, girl. So I feel like if the vixen felt that way, the vixen could have done that. Maybe the vixen felt safe. Maybe she felt like the person who... Like Ruth said, I brought her on this show Because I knew she was a star So Ruth felt that Maybe she felt that way but didn't see that But when she noticed Ruth wasn't going that way there. Was, and then Ruth was like Or you could have just been quiet You could have just been quiet I'm like, no girl Because no. then I would have ended up like Cameron Michaels With no camera time And then all the girls think I'm fake Which I'm not Because I don't mind busting and capping And one of these bitches I'm from Chicago
0: she um, had four times she had four times the amount of camera time like they did the rollback of the time that Vixen was actually on screen she had four times the amount of camera time than Cameron um and um what's the other white girl's name Aquaria even uh-huh. had and they're in the top four so she was good teeth not even a good public speaker
1: so and I was yeah. watching something else I was watching a video on Instagram where she was the people had asked her why did she um deserve to win and she was like. I, ooh, I ooh. Y'all know I'm not good a good speaker. Just vote for me. Hashtag Team Aquaria, bitch. No. If this was a pageant girl, you would've lost. What kind of dream is it? If this was a real world pageant, she would've lost. But right, like right now she's the contender to win. So I'm she
0: just probably is gonna win. Um, and that's why I'm like, this shit is the 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 page is pulled. Ooh. I don't get it at this point because what. The Vixen was highlighting is actually what Jasmine Masters has said maybe two years ago, maybe it even a year ago, that RuPaul's Drag Race is killing drag. And I didn't believe it because it looked like Jasmine Masters was coming from a place of petty, which I understand. Oh, but yeah. but it looked like Jasmine Masters was coming from a place of petty of, oh, well, the, the queens have to be looking like this and they have to come out with body suits and shapes. And I was like, well, Jasmine Masters, that ain't never been your thing, so that's why you're hating on it. But it looks like... Yeah, yeah, and hindsight, it really looks like she had a point. Because RuPaul's Drag Race is a business. And that's why we had Trixie Mattel win the last fucking uh, uh, uh. All-Stars. <laughs> you just pulled it out there. And that's probably why we're going why we're going to have Aquaria win this one because they're both already hits on social media and their win is going to mean so much more for the ratings of the show for this season in syndication and then the next season. And so they're looking at it as a business and not as a we really do need a next drag superstar that's going to carry a message and do something in the community because the last ones ain't did shit in the motherfucking community but line their pockets.
1: Uh-oh.
0: <clears throat> The next one don't get no um, more shallow. Unfortunately, Uh, the Unite the Right tour has been greenlit in the city of in the city of Washington D.C. It is poised to be this summer's. um, uh, What was that city in Virginia? Charlottesville. Uh, It's poised to be this city, this summer, and this city's Charlottesville. Uh, you will have the alt-right, the Nazi expressionism people, uh, the extremely conservative people that yell that they aren't really racist, but they are racist. They will be having a full tour uh, in August in Washington, D.C. What's the choice for
1: that? Is it Time Magazine?
0: CNN. CNN. <laughs> CNN. <laughs> it was all over CNN. Um because the the tour that they were pl- they had been planning they've been planning the tour for about a year, um it's called the Unite the Right tour, mm-hmm. a.k.a Unite the White. Um, they've been planning it for a year, but they hadn't got any um businesses to sign on and say yeah you can come in our establishment yeah you can do these things and they actually finally got greenlit this past week. Um, so I wanted to. Make sure that our listeners knew about it and definitely stayed away from that shit because it's going to be it's going to be a shit show. It's going to be exactly like Charlottesville. Um, And I do believe that we should protest those type of things. But be careful, be vigilant and be cognizant that it's going to be more of the same of Charlottesville. It's going to be right in the middle of fucking Washington, D.C. And you can best believe that the current president is going to be promoting it.
1: I don't have any colorful commentary. I'm just gonna look up the dates and stay in the house.
0: Yeah, and and I don't even think it should just be a stay in the house day. I think it's, it should be more of us go go do something more black. Us go do something more gay day. Um, don't I? I don't think it's right to even be in that the vicinity of these things. Again, I'm 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 great with protest, but go do something real black. Go do something real gay. Go do something real expressionist of who you are instead of you know being in the way and being near this crap um, the other story was permit patty trended on twitter for a few days yeah. Uh permit patty had some social media training because she knew in the midst of calling the police on a black woman for selling water outside of an establishment a child an 8 year old child well the, the woman and the child yeah her mother um we assume that she needed to hide her damn face because <laughs> the uh the woman started videotaping and she knew you know squatting she behind
1: a did... damn flower bed what you got a yeast infection girl what you squatting
0: down for <laughs> permit patty knew that she did not want the smoke of social media regardless the smoke, yeah, the, smoke, the, the smoke the smoke the smoke has on. come <laughs> the smoke has come. So Peppermint Patty got on the news Not the Peppermint baronet. Patty, Permit Patty. Oh, same. <laughs> Peppermint Permit, yeah, her. Cool. She felt like you should have a permit to sell water.
1: So in the city that they live in, I, was it Oakland, I want to say. Um the apartment complex was right across the street from the baseball stadium. So, um a, a lot of traffic was going on around the stadium that day, so the 8-year-old girl was um, out telling people, yay, it's a hot day, get some cold water. I'm a little girl trying to go to Disneyland, Disney World, or Disney something jail, 8 years old, I don't know. Um, and then so, Permit Patty was claims that she was upstairs in her apartment with the window up because it was such a whew, warm summer day. And she could not enjoy her window being up because, the, the child was outside doing all this hooping and hollering. The ghetto. So she, she went downstairs. Bitch, you live across the street, from, like literally across the street from the state. You live literally across. It's always fireworks. It's always big crowds going off. It's always um, girls trying to get tickets at the stadium. It's so much going. That little girl saying come get your water out, out outside the stadium was not on you like that. That little eight-year-old girl saying buy some water it was not on you like that. You looked out your window and saw they were black, and you said, "Well, I'm going to go down to them and tell them the hush that fuss," and it didn't work.
0: Yeah, it it turns out me. she
1: sells weed for dogs. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, she's a that. small business owner who sells weed for dogs for their anxiety. If you got an anxious ass dog, your dog barking louder and coughing and hollering louder than the damn eight year old girl. If your dog got anxiety like this, you got to yeah. tell them.
0: Dollar it it amazes it amazed me for white America to be embracing it um, when the whitest pastime is for white kids to be out during the summer selling Girl Scout cookies. Nobody in the history of ever has called the police on white girls for selling Girl Scout cookies.
1: it be 68 degrees. Oh, they coming outside.
0: And you don't need nail permit to sell nail cookie. And I don't understand why the fuck this person would think it would be okay to be questioning whether somebody had a permit to sell water. Ask yourselves that. Ask yourselves that, America. <sighs> and that is this week's Hot Topics. Um, and my ass
1: got dragged and she was, oh my god, I can't speak at my convention that I was supposed to speak at. and Oh my god, the number one retail place that sold my weed cookies for dogs. They dropped me. And oh, I just lost everything. And it wasn't about race. It was about the noise. Bitch, you on my TV right now with this noise move. You are, right, you are the noise. Go to commercial. <laughs> What's yeah. coming up next in the weather or something, girl? Show me a traffic report. I don't want to see this
0: bitch. She is the traffic report. She's the traffic phone. <laughs> She's trash. Um, the other trash white woman. I just, I'm not even gonna give her that much this week. Uh, Madonna spoke.
1: Bye. Uh, next Bill. subject.
0: <laughs> nope. I'm not doing it. I just want to say she she wanted the heat and she wanted the smoke she and she got it. And she got it. She deserved it. And she got the dragon that she deserved. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, Hey guys, make sure that you check out our Patreon where we have plenty of bonus content mm-hmm. including pictures that are only for our Patreon subscribers including videos that are only for our Patreon subscribers and including nudes that are only for our Patreon subscribers. Oh, we stay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Make sure you check out here for a Pod at patreon.com. Thank you. Oh,
1: look at you promoting. You a little entrepreneur yourself. You got a permit? <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> I do have a permit <laughs> to promote Patreon.
1: You a little entrepreneur.
0: What's up? I
1: like entrepreneurship.
0: Be um, be, be permit patty in these damn comments if y'all want to. <laughs> see see if somebody don't get pulled up on.
1: Oh, uh, uh, is it safe for me to go into social studies? It is. Okay, I want you to stay with me because I know you and I aren't the most religious. All right. This week in social studies, we're going to talk about a video I saw on the internet called YouTube. It's Satan the recent singer <laughs> by Mark Ballinger? Like, that's not like an R and B singer, but he's a white man who lives in Ohio. Who got married in two thousand eight after getting a master's in theology of some sort from some place?
0: Go blue. Okay, here
1: we go. I'm depressed. Just I gotta go. I gotta get through. I have a point, y'all. Stay tuned. I gotta sound excited so you can follow me. There are three main reasons why Satan may be keeping you single. (laughs) Satan uses. Oh, this video also uses Bible references, which I've excluded from my because. I don't believe in the teachings of the Bible. If you have to subscribe right now, God bless you. Anyway, so Satan, Satan uses shame and condemnation. Um, things that you might be insecure about, like weight issues, if you've experienced um, sexual assault, domestic abuse, or if you've been cheated on. Like Satan be like, bitch, how can I hate? Satan be like, ooh, bitch, how can I hate? How can I make this bitch feel bad? Um, so if you're feeling like you're not good enough, then of course, as Mark said in his video, you're a date loser. Well, <laughs> yes, baby. Mark, you was a you
0: loser, 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 baby. You a loser, <laughs> just a loser. Shout out
1: to Pat Hill. <laughs> okay, um, you a date lower on the food chain, and Satan might even have you convinced to stay away from dating, dating altogether. And you can't let child, you can't let Satan win. Not on that one. Number two says Satan uses fear. So, Superman, what are some of the things that you have seen other people? I'm trying to bring you in here. What are some things that you've seen other people do in their relationship? And you're like, mm mm. <laughs> Who go check me, boo? What are some things that you see the other relationships that have just like had you? Mm mm. Not in mine.
0: Um, people fucking a friends is probably one that's not for me. Well, I think um, in I a mean, relationship with you. Oh no no no! I'm talk- talking I'm about like outside relationships. Things you've seen. Uh-huh. Oh, in my relationship? No,
1: things you've seen other people do in their relationships.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I was saying was people fucking uh-huh. their friends in other relationships. I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> now this is one thing to have you know a threesome with a random or y'all have sex buddies that y'all have things with. That's one thing, uh-huh. but now y'all hold friends in in y'all relationship and in y'all bedroom. No, not for me.
1: So, who am I going to call when you get on my nerves? <laughs> she was like, well, girl, that did good to me, so I ain't got nothing to say.
0: Yeah. And that's probably going to be the next relationship he jump into because he didn't he, he got a comforter and a friend, a pal and a confidant. I don't know. So, you mm-hmm. don't
1: have a comforter and a pillow. He tried over here. Hello. <laughs> the couch is over there. Um, go on the upstairs couch or the downstairs couch. Pick one. Get out my face. No. But anyway, Satan uses fear. Um, sometimes you see a relationship fail and you're doomed to think like, oh, my gosh, am I next? Is that going to be me? And so Satan will use that to scare you um, into believing that that will be your testimony. So basically, any unhealthy relationship, girl, you can't be here for it. And don't let Satan scare you into that. It's a paragraph. I got a quote. Mark says, love and vulnerability are always paired together. So the solution is to find your validation, your wholeness, and your protection in God. If you're elevating a relationship so high that you lose yourself, if you lose it, you're just devastated and you feel like death, that's because you've elevated that relationship too high. Only Christ deserves that place in your heart. Give your heart first and foremost to God. When you are secure in God, You will then have enough courage and wisdom on when to be vulnerable with other people. Amen. From a Mark standpoint, yes, you better have first and foremost give it to God and all these other things he said. Number three, we're almost there. Satan uses idolatry. I was like, that's a big word. I like it. Um, If you want a relationship too bad, you will mess it up. And overzealousness will keep you single. I was like, ooh, overzealousness, another big word.
0: Size queen alert.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like seven syllables. I like seven. God doesn't bless his children with idols, Mark says. Other people, oh, Mark continues. Other people don't want the pressure to feel their place in your heart that only God can feel. Amen. Amen, Mark. Um. So I watched this video and what I took away from it, even though I'm not a big um, Bible thumper, I do believe that there's a higher power than just me and Martel um, on here for a podcast coming together every Wednesday. You know,
0: so it's Cleopatra coming (laughs) at you.
1: I personally replace the word God with the word you. Other people don't want to feel, don't want the pressure to feel the place in your heart that only you can feel. You gotta love yourself first, girl. Um, the second one says, "Give your heart first and foremost to you." How the hell you gonna love somebody else if you don't love yourself? Can I get an A, B in here, Mark included, (laughs) girl? Um, and the last one um is find your validation, your wholeness, and your protection in you. You are a whole person. Before Tradarius, rest in peace Um, that's the wrong, I should say another name Um, LaShawn From Jack comes into your life Before, um, this nigga on grinder Comes up, you have You are valid You don't have to find your validation in him Someone to appreciate the things that you give into the world They are appreciated You are a whole person, you are valid And first of all, and third of all Fifth of all, 17th of all Find your protection in yourself don't depend. don't depend on a man to do nothing for you. I can tell you from experience. These niggas will be forty five minutes late to a wedding. I miss a fume cause she ain't feel like getting out to the bed. These boys don't care like, babe, you got your two fifty for the light bill. Uh can I pay you next week? And y'all both will be sitting in the dark. <laughs> Protect yourself. So, um is Satan the reason you're single? No. You are the reason you are single because you are not confident in yourself and you are not investing enough in yourself. You are whole before you download them apps and before you go to them clubs. Can I get an Amen? Or are you gonna say something different or?
0: Um I think that all the empowerment um knowledge that was given in the the piece of work that Mark put out did not need the religious aspect you can do but the empowerment. it was from a it was oh okay let me let you finish okay yeah you can do the empowerment stuff without assigning a religion to it because someone that's hindu that reads that can get the same amount of empowerment from it that someone that's muslim that someone is christian mm-hmm. could get out of it if it didn't contain jesus and satan because God, they don't
1: Bible quotes.
0: Yeah, they other people don't ascribe to the same shit that you ascribe to and that's what I continue to argue with religious people about is you can be doing so much better when you stop being so exclusive um, and again nothing that he was saying was ideally wrong but you can take your religion out of it and still empower more people that's all
1: amen but cause that's exactly what I did I was like I, I saw the video title. I, saw what I, I searched um, reasons why you're single. I, was, I knew that I wanted to approach dating for this week's topic, and a common phrase is, is your type the reason? I think that's what I said, is your type the reason you're single? And so when that was the first thing that came up, I was like, why is this the first thing to come up? Is my type the reason why I'm single? And you know, I watched the video, it had 90,000 views at the time. Word. Um, and I. I was still able to receive the message, but I also took the Bible quotes and he quoted Ecclesiastes, Ephesians. Is Ephesians the Old Testament or the New Testament? I don't even know. Um, He was was quoting Bible stuff and I was like, okay, we're going to skip that part. But, you know, I did receive the message that I am enough for me. I am valid. Um, I am whole. Um, That I don't have any false gods. I can't wait for another man to come into my life and then make him... I can't be overzealous with my praise for him because what is they going to do? Empower him to think that he better than me. Hell fucking no, bitch, I'm me. Well, you know, I feel that way just because I, I have that power. Um, but, um, you know, I still receive the message, but I do agree that like, if you if you needed to remove God from it and the Bible from it to receive the message, there, it's a powerful message. Um, and it's universal that you have to believe in yourself.
0: I absolutely agree with that part. Again, um, they should just make it <clears throat> a religious, not full of religion. Um, this week's word of the day. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn it, man. This week's word of the day is speaking of whole and making yourself whole. Hey, Amen. Ainoplasty. Who? Ainoplasty. I a N mean, A. A N A P L A N A P L A S T Y. Anaplasty. Reconstruction or restoration, especially by plastic surgery, of a lost or injured part. You too can have your mangina repaired if you steal enough money from the Salvation Army. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you be trying it. <laughs>
0: So I I said the Salvation Army part to bring in Electra abundance, Electra abundance <laughs> stealing from the Salvation Army. Fuck it wasn't this, this last week's episode, but it was a previous episode and it was really good as well.
1: They don't like gay people. And I was tweeting <laughs> it during the whole episode and then like the writers and producers and things was retweeting me. Yeah, the Salvation Army don't care about gay people. They, they are don't. are part of the church and trash. Fuck them. I don't like my own love when the money come Homie, I turn the head of sound trust. Oh, sorry.
0: So the category is HIV <laughs> Realness
1: Ain't no Okay so back to the ain't no places how much these cost I'm I'm pressing images on Google images. I hope I don't regret this.
0: You do you will. Okay. So um a lot of people that have um anal dysphoria Anal prolapse, they get anaplasties to restore themselves. Ooh. And I figured that, you know, gay people should hear about that word because some of them may be in need of such services. The price for in uh
1: uh It's not giving me okay. I'm trying to find out how much it costs. I'm Googling, but keep talking, uh-huh.
0: Well, I was moving on past the word of the day into um, sexual health slash my pose review uh, because they intertwined beautifully. I was really excited about that this week. So, again, like I said, the category is HIV awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, this week in Pose, they covered the HIV crisis again, and it was just extremely visceral. Um, I loved everything that they did with the episode uh, as far as testing. Again, today, as you guys are listening, is National HIV Testing Day. So, just as they did in the episode, which I think was perfect timing, if you have not been tested in the last 30 days, you should be going to go get tested today. Today is the easiest day in the whole fucking country to get tested If you are in the backwoods of Mississippi or in the concrete jungle of New York City, you can find some place where you can get tested absolutely free, absolutely confidentially, um, and you can find out your status. This is extremely important to know whether you have it or not. As we saw in the episode, um, we saw people that were a little – the episode opposed – that were a little – um shaky about finding out whether they even had it or not or hadn't even been tested ever um and you don't have to be that we don't have to live in those same stigmas from the 80s of well everybody around me is dying of HIV so you know all my lovers have had HIV so I know I got it but I ain't, haven't been tested in two years you don't have to be that person or Well, I only slept with two guys, and I know he loved me so much, and he would never do nothing like this to me, so I don't have to get tested. You don't have to be that guy. You can be the guy that just gets tested because it's free, it's available, and then you know for sure. Um, The important part that um, I wanted to cover in sexual health was seroconversion, which they did talk about for like five seconds of the episode and I'm excited that they even said the word seroconversion because you ain't know, never heard it on TV before.
1: Bebe.
0: Um everybody infected with HIV will seroconvert at some stage. Only 80% of patients will notice any symptoms. And so the symptoms that Damon in the episode had got these flu-like symptoms um and got this fever and threw up and it's all like of that six days a lot of people attribute that to HIV all the time. You can't find a gay man that doesn't have those symptoms at least once in his life and and just kn- know he got the virus. Uh-uh. Every time. and Even me, as a healthcare professional, I'm like, ooh, child. Mm, I got the f- fever. <laughs> I got the throwing up. I'm losing a little weight. I'm a little scared. And you know what you can do to beat that? Go get tested. Hey, Amen. Every time. Um, and so... Even if you do get those symptoms, they don't mean that you have the virus. Um, Like I said, 80% of us will um, – of patients will notice symptoms. But there's a 20% of people out there that will contract the virus. that won't have any symptoms at all. They won't lose any weight. They will not gain no uh, fevers. They won't have any flu-like symptoms. They'll just go on living their typical lives – having HIV and or spreading HIV and won't know it. So you don't know whether you're in the 80% or in the 20% unless you're getting tested. Um, Serular conversion usually takes between one and three weeks, um, but it could take up to six months in certain cases. So meaning you could really have the virus within your system and not test positive for it up to six months since you actually contracted the virus. And that is the importance of conversion. So knowing that, okay, well, I was I a hoe in the summer,
1: but I found love in December. Girl, child, you still might be in the period of seroconversion. Yeah, conversion
0: very much, very much in the period of conversion. and that's why it's important to continue to be tested, and that's why it's important to be having sex the safest way that you would like to have sex. And so if the mm-hmm. safest way possible for you is to have sex condoms with condoms every time to have sex that way. If the safest way mark. for you mm-hmm. is to have sex with PrEP and use discernment with who you're having sex with and use condoms, use that way. Don't just go out here willy-nilly and just do whatever the, the fuck your dick or your ass tell you to do.
1: Spit on it, child. Put it in. Oh, that is so much fun, but child. Mm-mm. No, mm-mm. I don't trust y'all like that. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, I was young and I was already okay? Um, just to add to that, um, you can go to www.hiv.org, and in the top left corner, enter your zip code, and it will tell you locations near you. Um, I'm in D.C. Well, we're in D.C., so it's a lot of locations near D.C., but even if you're not in such a large city, www.hiv.gov and put in your zip code, and you can find help
0: to get tested. Indeed, please do so again today, being national HIV testing day, there is no day where you cannot get tested more than today. absolutely free, absolutely confidential, almost pain free like you can get swabbed, you can get a finger prick, you can get I blood up the drawn, yeah the, I like well, it up the booty there's not many anal swabs anymore, but um no. well, I'm gonna there's do anyway like work out. So again, um, the other thing I, I forgot to say about po- uh, Pose was I live for the Tina Marie, since we're about to move into Songs for Our Soul. Uh-oh. Not the Song for My Soul, Uh-oh. but I live for the Tina Marie soundtrack that they had on this episode. It was so good. Uh, again, they, it. they, the they do it every, every episode that they have brought. The soundtrack has been a fucking amazing. Um, I mean, it, oh, 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 oh. And then the... Um, the Gilead commercial was also amazing. Um, they they definitely told us what category we were on again this week. It was a whole different Gilead commercial with a trans girl with people of color. Um, it was amazing again they they are hitting the marks, and if you are not watching, I don't know what the fuck you are doing with your Sundays.
1: I'm watching the BT awards
0: the ghetto the ghetto.
1: The song for my soul
0: this week um,
1: is so good by Big Sean, featuring Cash Doll. Detroit in the house. I know that that makes you happy. <laughs> I don't know what's the zip code. You got to say the zip code. So three you know, one three. three. Three one three. Okay, three one three. So um, he said, Big Sean, I'm a splash. I'm a splash. Pop a pill. I won't even do the half. Do the whole thing, I'm a last, I'm a last Pussy so good, I never fuck you in the ass Got a good dick, this shit can barely fit Like OJ Glove, you must acquit And he just goes on How he gonna lick you How he gonna make it last How you gonna be screaming And I'm like, yes I'ma be screaming (laughs) I'm like, shit what your name is again What's your government Cause I'm not gonna call you Big Shunt Cause I know your real name um And then you gotta Throw away the shade That he really Five foot two I, Who cares I don't It's so good It's all the same When you're laying lateral Amen Over. Then Cash Dog comes in And then she starts Talking about She gonna talk to None of her girls About the good dick She get Cause if They go try to test She gonna have to Fight that bitch And I was like You know what That sounds very Memphis So Detroit and Memphis Coming together In a track I can relate to this So so good Mm. Ass so good, pussy so good. If I could quit my job and fuck you all day, shit, I would. <laughs> oh my god, I um, get giggly just thinking about it.
0: I'm just trying to figure out if they actually did have sex. To no, because uh, he went to the So that, with that, I don't. What that mean?
1: <laughs> then her boyfriend <laughs> broke up? Cash job boyfriend broke up. What? Because she took a picture with Drake, and he was like. Yes, I know that that was her dream And so she did this, so I'm gonna break up And I was like, so you literally bre-? He was insecure about what they could have Possibly done when they met And so he broke up with Cash Dog But I mean like, nigga, he the number one rapper The number one selling rapper Of anybody, even Nicki Minaj He beat Nicki Minaj sales I want to be the number one rapper at the time As an up and coming rapper in Detroit Yes, I would like to meet that nigga Get a picture for my Instagram
0: My fans gonna hey, live help- and hopefully he'll feature me on something and I can get something sold. No shade. Cause I love her to death, to bits. I just want her to be more commercial. I want her to get more yeah. visibility. Cash doll. So.
1: How you doing?
0: Yeah. Um, and people are still confusing her with Dream Doll somehow. You silly. <laughs> I'm just saying. The song for my soul this week, um <clears throat> I won't be neglected. I won't be denied. The pleasure of your kisses, the pleasure of your smile, I think you take for granted. I'll always be here just because I'm near. It doesn't mean I won't disappear. That is from my Detroit sister who got her Lifetime Achievement Award this week.
1: She from Detroit?
0: Absolutely, Anita Baker. Oh my god. Yeah, we produce. We produce. I keep trying wow. to tell y'all. Wow, Detroit here. Trying... So um, her song, Been So Long, uh, is one of my favorite Anita Baker songs ever. Um, it's one where she actually, you know, talked directly about somebody. Because sometimes you'd be talking about love, but it'd be like kind of incoherent. And you just like, oh, okay, that was cute. Uh, but she, like, it looked like at this time when she wrote this song and produced it and sung this song that she was like really going through it with somebody and so it was one of my favorites it's definitely one of my favorite um you know like auntie cleaning the house type music when you know you put your head wrap on and get your gloves and you clean the corners of every uh inch of your house and be like oh, okay well i did my job on sunday um cellophane. it's one of those songs mm-hmm. yeah clean it, yeah put the
1: cellophane,
0: you got to clean the um baseboards for sure. girls that got baseboards yes. <laughs> um so, yeah, it's one of those type of songs, but the lyrical content of it, like I could tell that she was really talking about somebody um, and I loved it. And again, kudos to her for her Lifetime Achievement Award because she has paved the way for so many girls' careers. As I talked about on the top of the episode, Tony Braxton would never have had a career in the first place and were a second chance at a career because Tony Braxton was like, oh, I'm going to retire. And then Anita Baker called her and said, girl, don't. And so we would, would, right? And so we would not have gotten the last two Tony Braxton albums, the one she did by herself and the one she did with Babyface, if it was not for Anita Baker. And we would not have gotten a Tony Braxton whole catalog in the first place if it wasn't for Anita Baker saying, "I don't want to do that." And then Tony Braxton saying, "I guess I could do that." No, Anita told L. A. Reid, "Why don't y'all let the girl do the demo?" Yeah, why don't y'all let her do it? Right, why don't y'all let her do it, basically. So again, <laughs> we would not have a whole Tony Braxton. And I can't live without a Tony Braxton. So this is not a read, it's not shade. I can't live without Tony Braxton. But we would not have had it if it was not for an Anita Baker. And the same with Tamia. No shade. Song for myself. Been so long. All
1: right now. Um Thank you guys for leaving us comments on Apple Podcasts. Open up your purple app on if you have an iPhone. Search for our name here for it. Click the reviews tab and click write a review. Um, Actually, this week we got two new reviews. So shout out to M. Thompson two thousand eighteen who says love the show. The two hosts have great chemistry. I'm gonna say commentator. I'm so used to saying it. Love the show. The two hosts have great coming. I'm about to say it again. Chemistry. (laughs) Thank you, M. Thompson two thousand eighteen. And at Mary Tomoso Underscore says I've been listening to this podcast for a while And I enjoy every moment of it You guys are great Keep it up So I've been wondering Like where do y'all listen to us Like do y'all listen to us Like on the bus On the trains No pause um, At the gym um, Like where do y'all listen to us Like at work while you're doing your morning reports Because I know I listen back to the show And I'm like cracking up When I'm doing my morning reports at work Um, But thank you guys so much so much for listening to us Everywhere that you listen to Here For A Podcast And thank you for leaving us comments Everywhere you leave comments For Here For A Podcast Which this week's includes our inbox Y'all finally decided to get us some listener letters Yay <laughs> um, What is my Listener letter intro Let me find it um, It says "Listener letters Send us your questions and comments To hereforapod at gmail.com or to any inbox where you find us on social media. Somebody wrote on our wall on Patreon. <laughs> so, um, the first one is by Anonymous via Tumblr. They write, first, I have to say, um, I love you guys. You're dynamic and tremendous, and I'm here for it. Shout out to us being tremendous. Now, my topic is these girls, Kenya Moore allegedly, and Jalen and Aaron from Chasing Atlanta paying people to play their dates sidebar martel i feel strongly (laughs) that he was the one dming you from chasing atlanta chasing atlanta the ghetto how did you guys feel about it yay or nay what's the question girls paying for dates now my topic is the girls paying for people to play their dates
0: what are your thoughts on that (laughs) um i just said them five seconds ago the ghetto um (laughs) um i understand the need if you are currently and you're about to be on um a reality show for having someone to help your storyline if you need a relationship so i understand the need um i for myself i wouldn't because if i'm on a reality show and y'all hired me to be your own reality show y'all didn't hire me and that nigga y'all hired me um so i'm the show and i'm not splitting my check and I'm, I'm definitely not splitting sharing, giving a quarter piece, a deposit, none of that to no other nigga. So uh, for me, I wouldn't do it, but I understand, you know, other people need that kind of um, second part to their story for their stories to be relevant in reality TV. Um, as
1: previously stated, I'm not splitting my check. Um, If someone calls me to be on a reality show, they understand that Ronald Matters has been a leader in the blogging industry for practically a decade. Here for a podcast is award winning um, eight months into its inception and continues to be an outstanding. And as you said, tremendous and dynamic. Um, Bigly. (laughs) Ronald Matters can do all of those things. Ronald Matters has the platform to carry um, a TV show web series, a podcast um, shit, a commercial sign me up, the chick is mine and not mine and that niggas um, so that's all I got for that uh, our second question says shout out to
0: Anonymous for trying to be shady though I saw that, I saw that, I sidestepped your shade though via yeah. Tumblr
1: here, oh, we're also on Tumblr just, we're everywhere y'all Herefordpod.tumblr.com, Just we're on there I only shared, like, the podcast episodes, so, I mean, I don't, I'm just trying to make sure we're, you know, but shout out to Tumblr messages. The second listener letter, Sean writes on our Patreon wall, thank you so much, Sean, for donating to our Patreon. We're going to do our best to give an amazing answer. Um, If any shade is received, you know it comes from love and not from a shady place. Sean, I apologize in advance. Sean says, because it's it's, I I feel anyway. Sean writes, I am someone who likes to combine holistic treatments with modern medicine. I have been trying to find a therapist that specializes in integrative medicine, integrative treatments. Problem is, they all seem to be white men and women. I live in San Francisco, so the programs are everywhere. I just would like to refine my search to a black gay male or female therapist who specializes in this. Do you all know of any resources that I could utilize? Thanks for all you do.
0: Sean. Sean, um, get the fuck out of San Francisco.
1: San Fran, bro.
0: Um, <clears throat> I think that there are a lot of um, holistic treatment specialists um, throughout the country, and the, the number is rising because it's becoming it's becoming the next um, field of chiroprac- chiropractic medicine. Like 30 years ago, nobody was like, "Oh my god," nobody believed that chiropractic medicine worked, and that's the the vibe that holistic medicine is getting now. Um, I think that there are more throughout the country, but you have to look around your locale and say, "This is a real white area." Why am I surprised that all the physicians are white? And also the the, the type of uh, medicine that you're receiving, typically there are only a lot of white people that are studying it. So it's probably going to be a while before you can get a black holistic therapist. Um, But I still encourage you to go somewhere a little more ethnic friendly. No shade.
1: Um, so I, I felt the same way. I, I do still, well, I personally support, um, integrative treatments because like sometimes it could just be getting massages when you know, you tend to keep you calm when you tend to over, well, it appears as though you overreact. Cause when people tell me I do it, I'm like, I'm just being myself. I'm not overreacting, but, um, to, or if you need, um, Very Eureka. What, is, <laughs> what is it called when you they put the pins and needles. What is it? Acupuncture. That? If you feel like acupuncture is um, an additional, of additional value to your medication, uh, I, I hear acupuncture can be really great, uh, but those things still aren't as studied as how to take a pill because, of course, the prescription drug industry has studied pills for like fifty years. So when you're saying like the holistic treatment of acupuncture or massage therapy, and or, or even like cannabis. You, the federal government doesn't even study that yet because Republicans are being trash. So you're still in a space where um, the treatment that you're looking for is very new, um, and there's going to be a lot of people. There are going to be few people studying it, but many of them won't be black. So I reached out to my four. I know four people who have studied have masters in psychology, either have a LS, LC, SW, or MS. It's acronyms and letters. I reached out to License, all of them. License,
0: clinical social worker. <laughs> I reached FCSW. out to all of them
1: because somebody that supports my podcast wants an answer. Um, and basically, the only thing that all of them had to say was some insurance companies allow you to search for therapists by race. Now they didn't say sexuality; they said race. And so I feel like that's and when I ask professionals, that's the only answer that they have to give. Yeah, I, I mean, just, find,
0: finding somebody black and gay that does that subset of medicine is like finding a black gay unicorn. And,
1: and I think it's admirable that you want someone who's down for integrative treatments, but uh, the research just isn't there right now. And that's why you living your life to the best that you can talking to your therapist about it the best you can, and all of us talking about mental health is so important because we cannot get the research dollars that we need if we continue like, mm, well, you know, we black, we don't talk about mental health. We gay, you know, we usually just over dramatic and all uh, that is, he not crazy, he's just dramatic. No, I need or help. Or ADD, or ADD. I need help. So it's so important for all of us to live our best lives, so we can get the research we need. So there can't be black gay um, therapists who use integrative methods with their approach to their patients. I'm excited
0: about that. It makes me yeah, and, and absolutely um, crowdsourcing it. So everyone that's listening to this podcast, if you know a black or black and gay holistic therapist out there, please send us the name, and we can get them some business. Apparently. Hey man, um, especially especially if he's in the California area, and even if he's not in the California area, area, he can do things via Skype um, and things like that over the phone with probably a potential client. So if you guys know of one, let us know, because I don't know none. I don't know any. I, I, I say really it properly. Feel like, I really feel, <laughs> no, I'm 313. I don't know none, <clears throat> and I'm
1: sure <laughs> there are many. I'm sure there are at least a handful. So, um, Sean, I hope that we can get an answer for you because that's very important and we appreciate your question. This week, I am here for it. I am here for it. Today, exactly, I listen to um, a UK-based podcast. I'm always like looking for like LA-based podcasts because there aren't that many based out there. And like UK podcasts, I'm interested with the black community in the UK is listening to. But that's just the whole Another point. Today, I listened to a UK-based podcast called Busy Being Black. A Busy Being Black.
0: <laughs> and I <laughs> That sounds like a whole different podcast. Being <laughs> Black. Oh. Mm. You have alone. video forms.
1: <laughs> Today, I listened to a UK-based podcast called Busy Being Black, and I am absolutely here for it. Josh Rivers talked to advocate Phil Samba about coming out, men of color in media, and and the importance of the hashtag me him us campaign the prep impact study in the uk dating older men look they talked about everything okay the conversation was outstanding so go listen to a busy being black podcast they talk about everything outstanding. and are they they're, they're uk based and
0: they're from the uk as well
1: Yes um, Phil Samba is a black gay African Who was born in the UK I think Josh was born here But he grew up over there I'm not really sure Don't quote me on that But Josh is just so amazing Um, He's the He works with Black Pride over there I can't remember all the details But he does so many things, and hosting the podcast, using his voice with the podcast is one of the many things Josh Rivers does. So shout out to Josh, shout out to Busy Being Black, (laughs) Um, and shout out to his intro song, it's really cute. Um, I'm here for it, like talking about everything black, gay in the UK, because the PREP Impact Study field was saying, they are both part of the PREP Impact Study over there, and it's not about, is PREP working, it's about, how many people will take prep over there? What does it look like? Um, will it be mostly white men? Um, and Phil was saying that Trent, the tr- black trans community, is poorly represented in the study. Um, same was, here. Same here. And so you like it's so relatable when like you hear them talk about things going on. And every week, busy being black, whether they have a, uh, whether Josh has a person he's interviewing or if it's just Josh Chow being Josh. Shout out to him being dynamic And the, all the words the girl said we are Busy being black is one of my favorite podcasts um, So I'm here for it Listen to busy being black
0: Well I am also here for something this week um, I don't know if this I think I feel like this might be two or three Four weeks in a row um, So positivity Yeah right month. Growth um, Give your vitamin D, 12 hours sun out I'm getting the same vitamin D that Beyonce was talking about on the, the <laughs> album.
1: see the crowd going at shit?
0: Um, but Malia Obama was not only spotted, but was drinking at a gay lounge in Atlanta this past weekend. The older or the younger? Mal-
1: Malia. She's the older. Yes. The one that's in college, smoking weed, and kissing white boys at, at the festivals. <laughs> uh huh.
0: Yeah, Sasha cannot Sasha can't do it yet.
1: She ain't old enough, now.
0: no. No. <laughs> but Malia was in Atlanta this week, um, and she was out at a gay lounge and mm. she was just there and was, you know, hanging out with people, having a drink, um, you know, mingling. People wanted to take pictures, but she didn't quite take pictures with people. Mm-hmm. But she was still being cool, you know, and hanging out with the gays. And I can't reveal my source, but there were multiple people that saw her and talked about it on the internet um, outside of my source. And I was like, oh, I can't, I mean, I can see it, but I just, I never would have thought that I would have heard that Malia Obama was hanging out at the gay club in Atlanta. Um, And so I'm absolutely here for it. So if, if the Obama children are getting this progressive Moment in their life where they can learn different things that they then they probably wouldn't have learned other ways. I want them to, and I want I want to see her at the gay club myself. That would be awesome. I, I would okay. buy Malia Obama a shot if I saw her at the gay club. Oh my god! A- and ask her for her daddy's number. So I don't, I'm ass- I don't like
1: the Secret Service is gonna be on your ass, and not in the way you like. So
0: I'm absolutely here for it. Malia Obama. Keep coming out to the gay club.
1: It is your favorite part of the show, um, not mine because um I don't drink that up much. Oh, okay. All right, we're good. new. You know, I just started today. Oh all right. All right. Time for what? our last call.
0: It is. It is. It is. And so again, for new listeners, if you have not been tuned in for the last 60 ish episodes, last call is where we grab a shot glass of alcohol. We take a shot and we say what our last call of the night is. <clears throat> mm.
1: Shout out to a Milagro Tequila. It was on sale this week. Like $15 off. And I was like, um, add a cart." She's like, do you need a bag? No. Because I'm about <laughs> to start. Um, give me my receipt, though, because I'm a black man in America. But no, I don't need no bag.
0: My last call this week is to Miss Cracker and Aja from RuPaul's Drag Race, even and though Pose Aja. is better. Even though Pose is better, I was extremely excited to see <clears throat> Wild Presents picked both of them up for their own shows. Oh, and So, um... We'll be getting new content from Miss Cracker and Aja. um, Supposedly at the end of the year. By the end of the year, they're going to start production this summer. Mm -hmm. So, I'm excited for it because we get to see both of them um, in medium and not just out at the clubs doing shows and being booked for gigs. Um, I've been excited to see Aja's growth because I really did not like her during her season Mm -hmm. at all. And when I saw her on All-Stars of RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, I softened for her a little bit. I was like, Oh, okay, she looks, she feels a little bit different. Like She's like one of those queens that a lot of them come back on All-Stars to change their image. Um, and I think she's the only one that effectively did that. Because everybody else, I was like, oh, no, you're still that same girl. Uh-oh. Uh-uh. you you're the girl I thought she was. you you the girl I thought she was. I knew you was uh-huh. the girl. I knew you was the girl. <laughs> All of them, and Aja is the only one to me that has changed. Like she, I thought she was a booger. I thought she was not pretty. I thought she was not that talented. And then on All Stars, she changed my mind, and I'm excited to see whatever content that she brings to our presents, as well as Miss Cracker. Um,
1: I'm not here for it. Can we fight now? Wow, I just want to grab your butt. Sorry. Do you have a last call? My last call is to TV excellence because you thought I went prepared. TV excellence, two things. Um, The writer of Moonlight, Terrell McCraney, um, has a show coming out on OWN starring Felicia Rashad, executive produced by Michael B. Jordan. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. You hear that star power? Oprah, Felicia Rashad, Michael B. Jordan. When is the
0: premiere date? And why nobody called me? Why didn't nobody call me? And, like, I could be an extra in the back. Shit. I could have been a poo boy.
1: So, they just signed that deal. Um, His show is in the works and will be coming soon. And I will be as well. And also, (laughs) Issa Rae um, gagged critics of her upcoming bisexual show, Him or Her, that's coming out on HBO, saying that stories that exist outside of our own bubbles... Do still need to be told, and she plans
0: to do it.
1: Work so, um, yeah. So, y'all thought a little fat. When is that coming out? Did did she release? When they have a premiere date for it? It's still in development. You know, like um, Deadpool was in development for twelve years. So, oh, I I mean, I know that, but don't rush Easter Ray. Greatness takes time. Because Deadpool came out, and I loved both. But um, and we got a month and a half till
0: Insecure. So i so, so
1: yeah. I gotta go call the Comcast. I want to cut the cord. Okay, I need to have this off the air with you, but I want to cut the cord. <laughs> the girls just cut the cord. They're like, girl, I'm going like 150. It's better than the 250 shit. I can spend an extra hundred feet, hundred dollars. Thank you guys
0: bed. for oh, sorry. listening to this episode of Here for a Podcast. We cut the cord. Appreciate you so much. <laughs> I'm cutting the cord right now. <laughs> we appreciate you so much. Make sure you like subscribe, share and comment below. Every time that and we repeat before you next, bottom,
1: do that as well.
0: I didn't think that we had to tell you guys to do that, but if we do, uh please do that as well. <laughs> um use lubricants outside of spit. Um and make sure that you check out next week's episode where we will be doing shockingly mm-hmm. a reverse episode.
1: Uh we are shout out to you.
0: 16 69- It'll be a reverse episode. So, again, make sure you subscribe, comment below, and share this episode. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.